Welcome to the Make Magic Podcast. I'm your host, Liz Spears, marketing coach and consultant for heart-led, purpose-fueled, ambitious business owners who are on a mission to live out their wildest dreams and who don't settle for anything less than extraordinary. My mission with this podcast is to inspire and empower you to make magic with your marketing, your business, and your life. I'll be bringing you conversations with a range of incredibly inspirational coaches, healers, and experts to expand your mind, level up your business, and enrich your life one episode at a time. If you're someone who believes in magic and works at intentionally cultivating a life full of abundance, then this podcast is for you. Hi loves, welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited to introduce to you today's episode guest, Cassie Goodmanson. She is a mother of two, soon to be mother of three, and she supports women in business, women who own businesses to step into balance and step into overflow and abundance when it comes to finances. Amongst that, you know, she works with women to really cultivate this life of um, like a gorgeous, energetic flow, the ebbs and flows that come as being a woman, that come with being a mother, you know, no two, day, two days are the same, right? And so how do we actually cultivate balance? How do we make that realistic? Um, and above and beyond that, how do we call in this major up level, this next level? How do we invite in flow and abundance and this financial, um, yeah, financial abundance that we're seeking without allowing motherhood and all of the extra responsibilities and time, you know, asks of us to hinder that? How do we allow ourselves to thrive in all areas? So we, yeah, we cover so much ground. I cannot wait for you to listen, even if you, you know, are not a mother yet, or perhaps not even desiring to be a mother. I think that this episode could be so valuable for you to listen to, to support other women in your life. So yeah, without further ado, let's dive in. Hey Cassie, welcome to the podcast. I am so, so excited for this chat. How are you today? Good, I'm so excited to be here. Yay, so to kick off, do you want to start off by introducing yourself to everyone? Yeah, sure. So I'm Cassie. I am a mom of two little ones right now. I am a primarily now a mindset and wealth coach. Um, and I've been running my own business for probably almost six years now. And for the first four or five years, I was a brand designer. That was my main thing. I branded for like holistic and really intentional companies and did branding and website design. And then just kind of through my own years in business and then got to this point where I started noticing that the mindset work and the inner work was really helping me grow in my um, design studio. I got really into that side of things and kind of started noticing like I was doing mindset coaching with my clients, even though I didn't know it. And over the last year or two have really stepped into the coaching side of things more wholeheartedly. So that is what I do now. I mostly work with moms or business owners who are wanting to be moms at some point, kind of figuring out how to 
grow their business while um, honoring motherhood too. Amazing. And oh my gosh, I love that journey. Yeah. I love that journey you've been on. I actually resonate with it so much because I think quite often we go on this path of like, oh, let's launch the business and then start promoting the business. And then, whoa, there's so much to have a look at and address here. Like there's so much stickiness. And then we throw ourselves into the mindset work. That's totally the journey that I've been on. And I, yeah, really resonate with what you just said about like you found yourself, you know, doing some of the mindset work in your sessions when it wasn't really like what you set out to do. <laughs> I feel like yeah. that's where I'm at in my journey. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's funny how it just, I feel like entrepreneurship or having your own business brings up so many things. Like I never would have known to that I could be a mindset coach that I could work with women doing that it just kind of had to come through naturally um but now looking back even looking at like my human design chart like I have the money line I have the charisma line like all of these things that are like this is what you should be talking about but it just had to kind of come through on its own oh my god that's so weird I have both of those lines as well (laughs) (laughs) that's so funny we need to have an offline chat. I'm so curious, but I don't want to delve delve into human design and confuse everyone. <laughs> so I know that you are a huge advocate for creating business success whilst creating like this beautiful balance of nurturing your business, but also nurturing a family life, nurturing your children and being, yeah, this you know, ambitious, dedicated CEO and this loving, amazing, dedicated mother and all the other stuff that comes into life as well. So yeah, I guess my first question around this is like, what does balance look like and how can we start cultivating it if we don't feel like we've got it at the moment as a mother? Yeah, yeah. And this is such a huge topic. And I don't think it's anything, it's it's not something that's ever really settled. You know, I think that's the thing with balance and especially when it comes to motherhood. I mean, just life in general, but especially motherhood, which changes so often. You have to kind of be okay with figuring out what does the balance look like today? What does the balance look like this week? And not like, what is it going to look like for the next three years? Because that just isn't reality. Like you kind of have to be in the moment. And I feel like that's the biggest thing is kind of shifting my energy and my intentions to come into every day and just be like, okay, I'm going to be open. Like, I don't know how I'm going to feel necessarily. I don't know how my kids are going to feel. Like, I don't know what's going off my clients. There's just a lot of variability every day. So I'm going to show up today and I'm going to like set my intention for the day. Of course, like there are things I do in my business every day, but it's so simple now. It's like two things that I kind of commit to doing every day. And other than that, it's just like, I'm going to feel into what's happening around me and let it be like one of the biggest mindset shifts or mantras that I have really adopted. The more I've grown in motherhood and business is the time I have is perfect and like not letting myself get so frustrated if like my kids are just feeling really emotional and like they need me to be cuddled with them on the couch and I can't get to work things like I would have hoped it's just kind of allowing it to 
flow, you know, releasing, I think it's really like releasing the expectations and releasing like this tight grip we have on how everything has to look day to day. Um, because it all, it like it evens out, you know, over time, over the weeks, over the months, it evens out and it all gets done. So it's like, why overly stress yourself about having this like perfect balance every day when that's just not realistic? Yeah, and what I'm hearing from you is like, that's not the human experience yeah. to have everything perfectly planned out and then, you know, like, yeah, just sticking to a schedule. How you, you can't even do that without kids, let alone yeah. <laughs> you know, bringing kids into the mix. So yeah, I can totally understand like what's coming up for me is this theme of control so how does this kind of gripping hold of control I don't like to use the word too much but you know like how can wanting to grasp onto control manifest in our business what does that look like yeah it definitely yeah I think it shows up in so many ways and it's really interesting because like this is very much a belief or an energy that I think gets conditioned into a lot of us through schooling and how we grow up. Like, I don't know how it is necessarily in other countries, but like in America, growing up in like a regular public school system, um, it's very like, these are the rules. These are like, you're sitting down to do the work at this time. Like you're being quiet. You're like, it's not horrible obviously but it's just you're very taught like you have to do things in a productive manner you have to do it like the correct way you have to be paying attention and so I think a lot of us grow up and then we go into a business we start our own business and we have those mindsets like kind of hanging out in the back of our mind of like you have to be showing up this many hours you have to do things the correct way like you can't deviate from the path because then you're not being an A plus student or whatever um and so all of those kind of mindsets are just really affecting how we show up, how we sell, how we're doing our marketing, like to the point where we just kind of get stuck in like figuring out the perfect way of doing things or like how you're supposed to show up as an entrepreneur. I don't know. We just like give ourselves so many rules um, because I think that sense of control that sense of like here's how the routine that you're supposed to follow makes us feel like we're doing it right you know it gives you that kind of sense of fulfillment that like check mark next to your name that you're doing a good job and so it's really deconditioning that belief to give yourself the permission to do things a different way to kind of go outside of the box a little bit um, which I think is like, that's kind of what I've seen with all of my clients and so many entrepreneurs is you have to go through that process of like, okay, wait a minute, I'm still following all the rules. I'm trying to do everything perfect and this does not feel good. So like what's happening here? And then you start to kind of decondition out of that. Yeah, I love that. Um, so I know you talk about like the way that you support women to upgrade their beliefs and upgrade their energy so that they can call in overflow, like abundance, financial overflow, financial security. Um, if someone's listening, they're like, 
this sounds like the next avenue for me like I hear you Cassie I've been doing all the strategic stuff I've been doing the programs to learn how to you know batch create content or you know basically plan and come up with a strategy and that feels icky and I don't have time for that because I'm a mum as well and where can someone start with with illuminating what's going on with these beliefs and, and the energy piece yeah yeah I mean I think the first thing always when it comes to mindset and energy stuff and especially with money is just starting to become tuned in and aware of the stories you're even telling yourself and what kind of rules you're subscribing to you know what standards you've set for yourself as this is what's possible when really that's just kind of the normal field that you're playing in and it's that awareness piece that lets you do anything else you know like I always tell my clients and the people in my community you have to just you have to know what stories you're telling yourself before you can shift anything before you can change anything you have to start to notice like Every time I say, you know, this is the way it has to be, or this is the way it should be, or like these words that kind of box you in and feel restrictive, especially when it comes to money, that's a place to start to notice and be like, hmm, where did that come from? Like, what is the belief here? Is this really true? Or is this just the normal, the field, the energy that I've been playing in? And then you have like so much possibility and so much room to use a million different tools or rituals or whatever to kind of shift your beliefs. But you have to know what's there first before you can change anything. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people in especially the early stages of business can, uh, (laughs) I don't know, almost like not want to hear that, not want to hear like, I've got to do the mindset work and oh okay my energy is more important than anything else it's like no surely there's a strategy to just mask over this stuff surely there's you know just like a course I can do to get some quick money and maybe a course will get you some quick money but you kind of can end up in this groundhog day of like quick money back to where you were (laughs) and when you really start to grasp or like experience how <laughs> your thoughts manifest into your reality you're like oh god damn I've gotta I've gotta address this now <laughs> yeah it's like eventually you get to a point where you can't avoid it anymore like there's only so many strategies you can do in business so many strategies you can learn but like your brain is so much running on autopilot like your life is so much kind of running on the autopilot of your subconscious beliefs that like the strategies are going to take you a teeny a teeny little way and then you're going to like you said get stuck you're going to keep repeating those patterns so eventually you kind of have to be willing to do the inner work if you want to shift things in a bigger way um I'd love to ask you a little bit about your journey if you don't mind like um yeah like how did you recognize that you had things that were holding you back and what did that kind of flipping point look like and I I just know that you're going to have so much juice to share and obviously only share as much as you're comfortable but 
you know, we're here to do the things we do because we've experienced something when we've had like a, a transformation of shift, right? Yeah, yeah, totally. And it like there was, I think, this one particular month in my business that was such a pivotal point for me when it comes to all of this, um, which I think a lot of us have. Like we get to a point where we've kind of gone through the pattern enough times that we're like, okay, I'm over it this is really dumb. Like, I don't want to be here anymore. Um, and so in the first few years of my business, when I was running my design studio, I definitely had this pattern. You know, I would have bigger months, especially for me being a new business owner, like $5,000, $7,000 months, which at the time was like huge for me, but it was always like a big month followed by like two or three really low months. And I could never figure out why, I was doing all the strategies, like I was on Pinterest, I was doing emails, I was on Instagram, like I did all the strategies. Um, and I was just kind of constantly on this roller coaster of like having a really big month and then like I would spend all of the money or things would pop up, like it just was always so up and down. And I just remember like always complaining to my husband about it and just I couldn't figure out why I was getting stuck when I could see other people growing and not getting stuck in this cycle. And then when I had my oldest in 2018, that I feel like was just the last straw on the camel's back that kind of brought everything to a head because I wanted to be able to take maternity leave. Like I wanted to have that stability in my business of money coming in and not like freaking out all the time about how are we going to pay our bills? Where's my next client going to come from? And right after she was born, she was probably two months old. That December, I made $0 in my business. Like not a single penny came through my account that month. And that was the moment where I was like, I'm obviously missing something. Like something here is not working. And I just kind of randomly stumbled across a few people online who were talking more about energetic stuff, mindset stuff. And I've always been more of like an intuitive, spiritual person. Like these weren't crazy new concepts to me, but for some reason it had never crossed my mind that that was important in business. Like it was just like cool things that I liked to think about in my life. And it just was like this moment of, oh, this is what I need to focus on. And so that month when I had no clients, I had zero work, I had like a tiny baby at home. Um, I just seriously journaled like all day, every day. I'm, I don't think you need to be this intense about it, but I'm the type of person who like when I get my head on something, it's like the only thing I can think about. And so I just spent all month journaling about money, about my stories, about like how my parents were when I grew up, my mindset, kind of unearthing all of these things. That shifted so much for me so that when I went into the next year and I joined like a business mastermind sort of thing, it just like everything that I learned in the mastermind made so much more sense because I could see like the mindsets behind it. I could see like how my energy was affecting my pricing and how I was selling and how I was showing up. And it just like completely did a 180 on my business. I mean, I had 
like an $8,000 month in January. And then it just kind of consistently stayed at that new level from that point on. Um, and it was really because I spent so much of that month really looking at my money mindset. And I was like, this is it. Like, this is the thing that I've been missing that like just needed to lock into place for me. That's so cool. And I love that you shared about your kind of at the time new almost like obsession with journaling because you yeah. obviously found something that worked for you mm-hmm. you know when you find your thing and it doesn't even need to make sense right you're just like this is what I'm going to do right now I'm just going to yeah. journal every day and I'm going to delve into my upbringing and what my caregivers said about money and all the things and yeah it sounds like you did it quite intuitively as well like learning tips and tools that you picked up along the way but it's like right here right now this is what we're doing and we're going to see what's ha- what happens and obviously then yeah the energetics of you showing up online with this new found like discovery of I'm now dedicate myself to rewriting my money stories like it's just wild isn't it and I know perhaps some of you listening who have very logical minds you're like but how does this work and it's like <laughs> it it really does. I don't know if you've got anything to speak to to that, actually, if anyone's just like, how does it work? Tell me a little bit of the science or I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I remember my husband is a scientist, like he's getting his PhD in neuroscience right now. And so he's very logical minded. And I remember that month he was like, but what are you doing to book clients? <laughs> like, how are we going to pay our bills? And I was like, no, you just have to trust me. Like, this is what needs to happen. And I think that like one of the important things to know is like I didn't do the mindset work and then like everything in my business was magical. Like in January, I probably did like four or five sales calls with design clients and three or four of them said no to me, right? Like they said no to my proposals. But the difference was my energy behind the selling and like my energy behind the pricing because I was coming from this like abundant money energy to where I was no longer underpricing myself out of fear right like when I got a no it didn't throw me into this mindset spiral of I suck my business sucks like nobody's ever going to say yes to me again where then I would just shut down and not show up and so it was like those beliefs that energy that I had of the money is coming my work is of value that allowed me to price at a high enough price that allowed me to continue showing up and like selling my work on Instagram and through my emails, even when people were saying no. And I think that's part of the how, you know, it's, it's not just like everything is magical all of a sudden. It's just like your, your energy, your reactions to everything are coming from a place of belief and trust instead of a place of fear and scarcity. And that's like such a huge difference. Yeah. And that like that has such a knock on effect in on all areas of your life. Like if you're continually letting yourself feel knocked back, unworthy, whatever, when you get no's, then I can imagine, well, I've definitely experienced it myself before in the past, right? you become 
um low vibe and that obviously kind of is picked up by your community your online audience if you're still showing up in that vibe you're not putting in the effort you might go into freeze response you might go into mass procrastination and all of a sudden like you look at a three-month period and you can be like whoa I actually waste so much time because I let my mindset around this stuff means so much about myself and actually if I had just kind of yeah I've been doing the mindset work leaning into the abundance making the nose mean nothing about my worth then look at how much more I could have been doing and look how, how much happier I could have been right yeah yeah exactly it's just it like changes everything about how how grounded and centered you feel in yourself and your ability um because obviously you know, in business and in life, there's always going to be circumstances that aren't so fun or people tell you no, or like things that happen. Um, but it's more about how, how are you going to respond to this? You know, what are you going to make it mean? Like you said about you, about your ability to make money, about your success. And if you're really grounded in your beliefs and your mindset and your energy, then it doesn't mean anything, you know, you don't let that kind of story connect in your brain. I love it. Thank you so much for all of that. Yeah. So I'd love to ask what some of your kind of top tips are for women in business who perhaps have like a thriving business or they feel like their business is going really quite well. And they're at this point in life where they are planning on starting a family or they know that starting a family having a baby is on the horizon and they're going into freak the fuck out <laughs> all the fears are coming up around like how am I going to keep this business afloat how am I going to maintain the success when there's a tiny human that needs so much of my time on the way yeah, yeah what are your tips for these people yeah I feel like thinking about having kids or being pregnant is it brings up so much stuff with mindset and business because because all of a sudden you're like okay I'm like I have no idea what my life is going to look like especially if you're a first-time mom I mean I still had these thoughts when I had my second baby but I at least had some semblance of an idea of like what this is going to look like um even though that time I was trying to imagine taking care of a toddler and a baby and a business, which is like a whole thing in and of itself. But I think when it comes to um, running your business and planning on motherhood, one of the biggest core beliefs, stories you have to start thinking about is what do I believe about my time and my success? You know, so many of us have really strong beliefs about our time equals our money, or I have to do X, Y, Z to make this much money, or like all of these stories that are kind of connecting those two things. And moving into motherhood or a phase of your life where you're starting to think about motherhood is such a big opportunity to start to disconnect those beliefs because they're not necessarily true, you know? It's just like the story that we've been telling ourselves and then we've been living into it. And so with all of my clients, or if you're in this space, I think one of the biggest things you can do is start to kind of ask yourself and question, like, 
where am I equating my time to money or my time to my success in my business? And how can I start to shift that belief and then do the embodied action that kind of backs it up? So a lot of times it's like, how can I kind of rearrange or realign my business a little bit to take myself out of it and still be making money? Like I'm always asking people who are in this position, like what, what money portals you have open in your business? Like what are the ways that people can pay you? Like if you're desiring to continue making money while having the spaciousness to be in motherhood, is there a way for money to come through, you know? Or have you kind of blocked that off because you still believe that you have to be central to the process? Um, so I think it's really just starting to notice those beliefs and even like, what do I believe I have to do for somebody to pay me? Like, do you believe there needs to be like a whole 12 step, like funnel process before somebody will sign on with you? Or can we simplify that? Can we change that story? Can we start to allow money to flow through more easily? Um, Cause that's what you need when you become a mom. Like you need ways for your business to kind of work without you having to be there. 24 7. Mm, amazing because we really are taught in society that we need to work hard to get results right and this is definitely a journey that I've been on when I started mindset work in a big way a couple of years ago this uh, yeah I uncovered this belief of like I must be working really, really hard in order to get success therefore when I rest when I know choose otherwise well of course my finances are going to go down because I'm not working as hard and I see you like having these gorgeous days with your kids and you kind of mention on your Instagram stories like oh just cashing up with some Voxer clients or whatever like Voxer coaching is so freaking valuable for the for the receiver of that you know for the client having a coach in your pocket to be able to navigate everything you're going through is insane and yet when we haven't done the mindset work we can feel like well that's just a piece of piss for me that's so easy therefore I can't charge x amount I must not do it or give it for free or give it for a crazy low price and so yeah I totally get how so many people be like that's easy for me therefore surely no one's going to want it and it's like actually that stuff that feels easy to you is probably what people want the most because you are so good at it you're so experienced or it comes so naturally to you that people are going to lap it up and it's (laughs) win-win totally it's like that it's just such a shift and this sort of belief like the time equals money or hard work equals money or success like that's such a deep core belief then there's like a million other thoughts and beliefs that kind of come off of it so it's one of those mindset things it's just like an onion where you keep peeling away the layers and you keep noticing different ways it's showing up I mean I was talking to one of my clients the other day in Boxer and she has a one-year-old and she's putting together this like mentorship program and she was telling me how she didn't want to do zoom calls because she just like she has a one-year-old she doesn't really have time for that in her life right now she has a desire to do that but she was saying I feel like I need to do a zoom call for it to be valuable versus just doing box or just doing a phone call where like I can be out walking with my toddler or something and 
I was telling her, let's look at that. You know, that's just a story that you've kind of made up in your head. Like you literally paid me for Voxer. So obviously, you know, it's valuable. Your clients are going to get value just being in your energy, whether it's on Zoom or Voxer, it doesn't matter to them. And so it's all of these little ways that you just have to kind of start to catch yourself and be like, do I have to do a Zoom call or is that just like a story that I've randomly told myself that's obviously not 100% true in the whole of the world and I can choose to do something that's more supportive of my energy, which in turn is going to be more supportive to my clients just naturally. So it's just interesting how that sort of core belief just shows up in so many ways in our business, but it is, it really gets highlighted when you're a mom and you literally don't have time or like you're pregnant and you're feeling sick and you are just like have don't have the energy to be pushing yourself in the same way isn't it how funny how that client's paying you for boxer you're having these conversations over boxer and she's like I can't do boxer or hadn't even thought about it that's the beauty of working with someone like you right you can be like hey I'm a mirror here for you you're literally paying me for boxer right now and this is how I'm able to like go on a walk with my kids and still support you yeah that's so beautiful hi loves okay quick pause in this episode because I want to tell you about an incredible free event that I'm inviting you to so it's called the female startup summit and I'm joining seven amazing speakers to bring you a value-packed week of amazing workshops So the subjects include branding your business, managing your money as an entrepreneur, human design, getting sales on autopilot and using funnels, and then also marketing and all things finding your authentic voice is the masterclass that I will be hosting for you. So if you are looking for support with your business, new inspiration, click the link in my bio, you can sign up. It kicks off on the 10th of July, runs for seven days, and you can watch the masterclasses in your own time as well. I believe that they're only going to be available for this one week, but you can watch them at any point in the day. So all time zones and whatnot um, can join in. And something really cool about this is when you sign up, you're automatically entered into a prize draw of over $1,000 worth of amazing um mentorship coaching programs um i have offered a free one-to-one session 60 minute session worth 200 pounds um so if this tickles your fancy sign up get involved and fingers crossed you never know you could be the lucky winner okay and now i'd love to ask what some of your top tips are for um like women in business who are new mothers So maybe they've just had their baby or they've reached a new level of business and all of a sudden it just feels like too much or it just feels like this new landscape that hasn't been explored yet for them and they're just feeling really stressed and they're feeling so conscious of the fact that they want to be an amazing mother and they want to, you know, do all these things in life outside of business that, you know, fills them with joy and they're so ambitious at the same time like yeah what top tips do you have for them yeah oh man I think this is such a potent question (laughs) and this can come up for you when you're like just starting your business or when you're 
you know, you become a mom and you're kind of in a new transition phase. I think one of the most important things here, more than, you know, any strategy or any kind of business shift is starting to learn emotional intelligence. I feel like that's something that is so key that we're not really taught in school. We're not taught growing up, but is really important, especially in these more emotional times in your business, you know, like when you're feeling more vulnerable, when you're feeling more stressed, when you feel like there's a lot going on, it's just starting to be able to tune into your emotions and let yourself feel what you're feeling. Like before anything can change, before you can like show up on Instagram and sell something or write a newsletter, like if you're just feeling so overwhelmed, I tell my clients all the time and I tell myself all the time, like you just, you have to learn how to feel your feelings, you know, and allow yourself to feel your feelings so that you can move through them and then be able to show up with that clear energy in your business, in motherhood. Um, like I think especially when you become a mom, but even just in business, like there's so much story that we tell ourselves around feeling guilty or feeling unmotivated or feeling lazy or feel like any of these quote unquote negative emotions that we kind of push them away and we are like, okay, how can I get back to like happy, high vibes, like motivated, high energy situation? It's like the key is just letting yourself feel the other feelings first, you know, like letting them actually process through your body and feel it for five minutes or 10 minutes or an hour and then calming your nervous system down, you know, whether that's like going for a walk or doing breath work or um, doing yoga or like whatever that kind of can look like for you to just calm your body down and get back into a place where your body feels safe then you can make decisions about your business, you know, then you can show up as a mom, then you can show up as a leader or a coach or a mentor or whatever. Um, but I feel like that, that piece is just kind of skipped for a lot of us. And it would make everything so much easier if we just like let, let ourselves do that first before we moved into anything else. so much for sharing that I think that's a potent reminder certainly for myself and for everyone like yeah feeling what we're feeling it's okay to feel whatever it is like we're human let's yeah. feel it and then move through then move on then try and like yeah do something else but yeah I think like what's come up for me is like perfectionism and just wanting to do a good job in all areas of life right and if if anything negative comes in it's like no I just want to bat it away and feel good and get back on track and it's like yeah but sometimes we need to just you know like revel not revel like just kind of chill in the moment be like I feel sad I feel guilty I feel really shit today <laughs> yeah I think it's that pressure that we kind of always put on ourselves and then when you become a mom, I mean, there's this whole world of like mom pressure <laughs> that comes with like cultural conditioning about feeling good all the time or being happy all the time. We're like, don't miss out on any of the moments, but it's like, no, sometimes you just feel tired or you feel stressed. And like, before you can do anything productive, you have to kind of get your body back into a centered state. And 
there's like a million strategies we could talk about with running a business and being a mom, but none of those are going to make a difference if you're just like in such a low energy because you're trying to power through um, when really honoring your body and your it would just be so much simpler yeah so beautiful um so I have three last questions for you as we kind of move into the end of the podcast so the first one is like I'd love to ask you what tips you have for the listeners around like marketing yourself online so obviously I'm a marketing expert and you do such an amazing job of sharing your wisdom teaching you know your community new things supporting them through your free content and I can also imagine that it wasn't always like so easy for you because we all start somewhere right so like yeah maybe if you could share a little bit about what that journey looked like what you've learned a couple of top tips from that yeah I, I love looking back at what I did in my business for marketing in the first years, because it's so different. I have shifted platforms. I've shifted like content so often. I think something that I'm really proud of myself for is that I always have kind of pushed myself to work through my, my fears around being visible since the beginning, even when that was really hard for me, you know? I have always been like a more shy, introverted person. I'm certainly not the person who walks into a room and wants to be the center of attention or wants to show up or like wants to speak. And so obviously when you have a business, if it's going to be a business where like you're kind of the face, you're the brand of it, which probably most of my audiences, most of your audiences, um, you kind of have to work through those fears about visibility and all of those like (laughs) elementary school traumas that come up about like people making fun of you and stuff. Um, And just the other day, actually, I stumbled across my YouTube channel, which when I was in the first few years of my business, that's what I did primarily to grow my audience and sell packages was I did YouTube videos. And it was like tips about branding, tips about designing your website and stuff. But I can just look back at it and like be so proud of myself because I was so nervous about doing that. Like if you are not used to speaking, even just like sitting down in your own bedroom, like I would not film if my husband was around. I needed to be like by myself. Um, But like it was so uncomfortable for me, but I did it anyways. And I think one of the things that helped was like I... I talked about stuff that I actually felt passionate about and I, I never really let myself fall into the trap of like, I have to create this certain type of content to get clicks or to be popular or whatever. Like I always talked about stuff that felt actually important to me. And so that kind of helped me get over that hurdle. Like it's really cringy and uncomfortable to be on video, but all of those videos, like I got so many clients from doing YouTube videos, you know, like that really was such an avenue for people to find me. And then my marketing has shifted over time to writing emails and doing Instagram now and kind of what, how I show up now. Um, 
but I think it's really just a process. Like it's a lot of just kind of pushing yourself to feel the vulnerability and feel uncomfortable showing up and making the commitment. Like, I think one of the best things that I've done in business is really making the commitment to myself to embody where I want to go. Even when I didn't know that's what I was doing, but like I committed to making YouTube videos every week for like two years, even though that was really scary for me because I knew I wanted to be seen by people. You know, I knew that I wanted to work with people and change lives. Um, and I think that that kind of philosophy has carried through every different type of marketing that I've done, even to now. Mm, I love that so much. I love what you said about like always just kind of following what lights you up what you're passionate about talking about and I guess like how you want to talk about it as well rather than following the fads rather than following the latest strategy to get views on your page because it's all well and good you can build a big audience but like the the end goal is to be working in your zone of genius doing what you love helping people and bringing money in (laughs) so build the audience but like are you actually working towards the end goal or actually have you got caught up in like external validation or even just like your own validation what does it mean if you only have x amount of followers you know striving for the 10k followers rather than striving for the actual real stuff so I love that you were so clear on that right from the beginning um because hopefully like you feel like it's okay for me to say you don't have a huge audience and you just look so at peace and so thriving in your own version of success and that's yeah that is so what I am all about and what you know I know that our joint kind of audiences communities clients are striving for as well it's the realness isn't it yeah definitely and I mean, I totally don't, I still have less than 3000 followers on Instagram. Like my email list probably has a thousand people on it or something. Um, but that's exactly it. Like I have never been interested in doing like the type of content just for the sake of like calling people in. I mean, like I love doing reels, but like my goal is not to have a viral reel that brings me like 30,000 followers. If that happens cool but that's not the point like I've always been more interested in talking about what I actually want to say instead of talking about like what's gonna get the most clicks and I think I think that's why a lot of my clients want to work with me you know because that's what they're attracted to that's their value in life that is like what's on their heart and their business too um and so that becomes a connection point for us Mm. yeah 100 percent, and I am so with you on that I'm yeah. so so about the quality and the alignment over yeah. quantity and speed and like some of these accounts that are all about only creating reels and it seems like maybe their goal is to just grow 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 the audience like to me some days that will feel so overstimulating I'm like ah I can't even I can't even handle a reel today let alone like a whole profile full of them so you know, like, I don't know, maybe they are typically generators in human design who just have like all of this energy all the time. I don't know. Or maybe it's like slightly a conditioning thing where they feel like they always need to be on the go. But if I try to create 
pills all day every day like oh man yeah. <laughs> that is not in flow with like you know my low days or my days where I feel extremely introverted and don't want to talk to anyone you know so like I think the the beautiful kind of variation of content you provide on your Instagram page is like yeah I love it yeah yeah totally and like I love sometimes playing around with reels and I know you do too and I think it's more and always about what's the intention behind it you know what's the energy behind it like I'm gonna make reels yeah when I'm in those days where I'm feeling like super creative I have a lot to say I'm like ready to get in front of the camera and do all those things I'm also okay with knowing that there's days when I just want to write an email that's like a billion paragraphs long and I don't want to be on camera or I want to put text over slides and pop it into my Instagram stories and let that be enough. Like I, again, I think it's more of the intention behind it and just kind of allowing yourself to show up wherever you're at that day with whatever you have to say and letting that be okay yeah I love it so my second question for you is do you have any favorite mantras or affirmations at the moment that are supporting you I know you kind of mentioned at the beginning actually that you're working with was it one in particular at the moment yeah I'd love to know I'm intrigued yeah yeah I think something I mentioned at the beginning of the episode um the time I have is perfect has been kind of an ongoing theme since becoming a mom for the past three and a half, almost four years. That's something I come back to all the time. And then this year in particular, I think something that I have continued to kind of come back to a mantra or an affirmation in one form or another is the better it gets, the more supported I feel. Um, that has really been like a big theme in my business and in my life and with my clients like it's so funny whenever I'm always going through it it ends up being a theme with all of my clients too but just allowing myself to get more and more comfortable with feeling supported with receiving you know being in that energy of receiving whether that's money or being supported in my business in big ways but also small ways like I started to notice even just little things like having my husband do the dishes and like I would be like "Ooh, I feel guilty that I didn't do the dishes (laughs) and being like wait a minute that's kind of ridiculous like how can I feel okay receiving that tiny little thing and just you know kind of moving into deeper levels of feeling supported and receiving and letting that be the new standard. Mm, thank you so much for sharing that. Super, yeah. super, yeah. super juicy topic. So helpful. <laughs> <laughs> and my third and final question for you, my love, is what is your own unique definition of a magical life this is a question that I ask all of my guests this is called the make magic podcast I am so all about creating magic in all areas of life it doesn't have to be mundane it doesn't have to be normal it can be extraordinary and magic and this fascinates me as a human being it fascinates my audience to to just like hear what different people's definition is so yeah what is your own unique definition of a magical life Yeah. 
It's so funny that you said having things not just have to be mundane and normal because especially in the past few years, I think a magical life for me has really been allowing myself to desire and lean into things that are not normal, like having kind of an illogical life, you know, like having the lifestyle, having the money that is not standard. And um, it just is like the, even the little moments of like, okay, I'm going to buy like the fancy skincare instead of like the drugstore skincare, like just allowing myself to kind of have those upgrades in every area of my life and really appreciate it in all of the little moments in between, like, you know, even just like, I'm going to buy the really fancy handmade pottery mugs instead of like the mugs that I was using just because it was what I have. Like just, I think it's just that feeling of like allowing yourself to actually have what you desire and appreciating it in all of those big and little moments. Um, especially as a mom, like my day is just a lot of little moments and kind of moving through thing to thing with my kids. Um, and it's, I don't know, it's that feeling of like, this is exactly what I want. I'm not settling in any area, you know, that feels really magical to me. Yeah, that sounds so magical to me as well, because like, I don't have kids yet, but you know, I work from home, I'm here with my two cats that literally work beside me yeah. as always, like in my little office. And so, you know, on the face of things that the life I'm living a lot of the time could seem very like I don't know mundane or samey or whatever to someone in the outside world but then it's about how I feel in my life and yeah like the pottery that I'm using the candles that I'm burning you know like how I feel and how magical I make my everyday life it's yeah. not it's not about like doing all these wild crazy spontaneous like super bougie things is it it's yeah. like getting clear on what your standard is like what you actually desire and like marinating in that rather than yeah I love that thank you so much yeah. so where can people find you where can they connect with you and how can they work with you at the moment yeah I would say Instagram is probably always the best place to find me and see all of the things that are happening right now. Um, if you follow me at Cassie Goodmanson over on Instagram, and then you can kind of go everywhere from there. There's always links to, you know, what's open, my mastermind, my pre-meditations, everything. My website is getting like a whole makeover right now. <laughs> so Ooh. it's like, that's been on my to-do list for a few years. And Instagram is kind of the hub where you can get on my email list. You can kind of get everywhere from there. Amazing. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for sharing so openly. And yeah, I just know that this is going to support so many people no matter where they're out in their journey like these are all things that we're all experiencing and um yeah just so much so much gratitude yeah of course thank you for having me I love talking about this sort of stuff I I hope that this kind of hits home for people no matter 
where they're at in business or motherhood or life and they can kind of take little nuggets that are resonating right now and start from there so I love it yay amazing thank you love thank you so much for tuning in today I'm so grateful to have had you join us if you loved today's episode take a screenshot and tag me on instagram at Martin. I'd love to connect with you all on there and I'd also love to ask you to show me some love by leaving a rating or a review. I'd really, really appreciate that support. If you'd like to find out more about me and my marketing services for small business owners like you, check out the show notes for all the different ways we can work together or visit my website, lizbeersmartin.com. Wishing you an amazing day and sending you lots and lots of love.